me try testing this. Is that better? Yeah, this is much better. Alrighty. Okay, so we've tried a, a bunch of different apps and a bunch of different ways to record this shit, and uh, this is what we got so far. So, we are in the car. It is... It is uh, 10.25. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to list the time. I was going to say it is uh, Tuesday, August uh, the 16th? 15th? Uh, Fuck yeah, it, dude. 15th, I, don't, I don't know what day it is. Uh, we're currently driving to our friend's house, and uh, he lives in where? Somewhere in the Hollywood hills. Hill. Somewhere in the Hollywood Hills. Gonna go wish him a happy birthday. It's actually my little bro from college, so gonna go wish him a happy birthday and have a little fun there. At the same time, it's me and Raphael. We're just talking about life in the car. Um, for people that don't know you, you, how did we meet? We met uh, through Marvin. Met through a mutual friend. You are from Brazil, originally. Yeah. Well, originally sure. Ro- North sure. Carolina. Yeah. Raleigh. Born. Raleigh, born in Raleigh, North born. Carolina. That's why I, mean, I, I grew up in Brazil, though. So. And then grew up in Brazil. Met him in my third year of college, over at Berkeley. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun ever since. You got here what a couple weeks ago. Two weeks and a half ago. And uh, we've been going out, we've been having adventures, and uh, we've been taking this world by storm. Leading the leading the masses, leading the charge. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Um, keto diet? Keto diet. <laughs> about that. <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, we've Already been... someone just fucking put it. <laughs> Someone's like, and I'm out. <laughs> Someone's like, fuck these guys. <laughs> um, That's actually fun. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we got one point, what, two yeah, miles until um, what? Yeah, we're so driving, just go straight. You're going to turn right in 1.9 miles. This is, the, this is, got to do a driving podcast. It's the first one. First podcast. Got to make it a driving fucking podcast. Bro, did someone just fucking honk? <laughs> no. Oh, I was fine, dude. Oh, good. Um, so this is where... I'll show you where Peppermint Club is. It's right down um, off Beverly Boulevard, I think. It's right up here. Um, dude, honestly, super small. I did not like being there last night. Oh, shit. Forward show. What is it? The Brazilian barbecue. Oh, really? It's is that huge. the nice one? Yeah, it's super expensive. Uh, super worth it, but... Not now. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, I just cannot in wait to fucking. Years. I just cannot wait to just be rich as fuck and just like in two years and just have like two million dollars and just whenever we want, just go spend all this fucking money and not even have to give a shit about it. Right now, we're just like penning and dying. Pennying, like penny and dying. So good. At the same time, we have to enjoy the process and you gotta be patient. Know how to. Like, yeah. Like know to wait. We. Kind of, that's one of those important yeah. things, man. Just fucking, oh, just chill. Because it's honestly just being life so, good right just now, like man, so. being comfortable and being so uncomfortable where you're at. I mean, uh, life is pretty good right now. And I'm not rich, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honestly, yet, I'm, I'm a lot more concerned about keeping my my lifestyle than making a shit ton of money. But obviously. 
it's uh, associated. It's a very weird topic, actually, to talk about. It's, at the same time, I feel like uh, making money, if you like your career, if you're very engaged in what you're doing, is... But making money just to just make part money. of life, you know? Yeah, it's making like, money just to make money is... is yeah. That's where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah, and, and it's super easy to fall into that. Well, yeah, it's, it's like there is you know, a lot of opportunities. Oh yeah, you just fucking you just apply for some random ass job. You end up shelling out timeshares <laughs> or some shit like that, setting up timeshare presentation. <laughs> and a lot of those guys do. Talk to oh. Marvin, man. He fucking those guys are making what, what one hundred and fifty thousand. But I I think they like, year. they. I think it's kind of a scam. Like they scam their own employees. To be like honest, they, they I just some, don't know. I just don't know. Actor and they're like, oh, look, this guy made three thousand dollars last week, and they're like, oh shit. To be honest, I, I don't know, man. I think they, I think they do. I think they actually do make they that would money. Totally, oh yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, I just don't. It just doesn't come from a genuine place, you know. Like the people that go to fucking like the t- those timeshare presentations, like. I just feel bad, you know. Like, obviously, you. I mean, what been, if you've they, been in a couple? I've fuck. I went through one. Like, dude, it's just a, like the people that want to buy a timeshare will call you up and buy a timeshare. But like, you shouldn't have to be convinced to buy a timeshare. It's like the South Park episode. You literally just cannot escape the timeshare guys, you know. Oh, trashy lingerie. I'm actually supposed to go there to buy some fucking. Uh, Sex toys, but some guys that sell <laughs> some guys that sell right, timeshare, right. they they might uh, actually believe in what they're selling, and some people that buy it uh, may enjoy it. So that's kind of the process. I just don't feel as though like it's a noble one. Like I just don't feel like people are, like I just don't see how people are benefiting. I don't see where the win-win situation comes into fruition. You know? uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't see how it's how it's happening. Uh, we got EP and LP on our left. Check it, Nightingale. Um, maybe we go there tomorrow. That was fun as fuck last time. Um, dope. What's the GPS thing? Um, go straight. You're gonna turn straight. right. That's what we were talking about before too. We were also talking about GPS. Turn what right. What do we do before Fountain GPS? New. Turn right on Fountain. Yeah. Um, talking about GPS, what do we do before so GPS? So right now we're in the middle of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome game. to Grand Theft Auto, the video game. For every foreigner, every foreigner who doesn't know LA, when they come to LA, they believe that uh, they are in the middle of uh, Grand Theft Auto, which makes sense, to be honest. It looks exactly <laughs> like it. Um, can this car go any slower? Come on, bro. Um, I don't like the rims on this Corvette. The what? It looks like the plastic. white Corvette. No, the the rims look like plastic. I know. It's just. I'm not mad at it. They're a little shiny. It's not the kind shiny. of car I get. I like the two person though. I want a two person mm-hmm. car. I'll definitely go for a Panamera that has like four person. To be honest, this might be like the fourth time in my life I've ever talked about cars, but. I just see what I like, and I and then I I, I, I like kind of make a visual, mental note. I'm like, ah, okay, I'll get there. Like I was at I was at my I had a orthodontist appointment. Yeah. The other uh, Monday morning when I went to go see my mom, and um, I 
showed up, and the guy who owns the practice, his name's Paulie, Dr. Paulie. This dude is like the most charming, like super funny guy, like literally one of the awesome dudes. We got to catch up and sat there for like, I don't know, 10 minutes talking about LA and how I'm doing in life and stuff like that. But anyway, out of all the cars, right, the most expensive car in that entire lot was his, it was an Audi RS7 or something like that. Oh, I don't know the exact fucking model number because I'm not a car geek, but it was literally the most expensive car, easily $150,000, easily. Yeah. The first thing I say to him, because I don't know whose car it is, but I just had to assume it's his. I just go, nice Audi, man. And he just goes, ah, you noticed. <laughs> but I was like, that's like mental note. Like, I want that Audi, except I want it in the two-door, which I think is the R8. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm just excited, man. Excited to make some money. Excited to fucking start buying things that I've always wanted to buy. Now, how I do that, I have no idea. Universe, universe is gonna show you. <laughs> I mean, talk. We talk about law of attraction, right? I, dude, it's it's gonna happen. I'm just not sure how. It's gonna manifest, yeah. and I know. I know. I know. I know. It's just like the people I keep running into, the people I keep meeting. I just know that some one of them is like. I just need the belief, a wholehearted belief from one of them, and I just think all. And honestly, this belief has been working for you. What I, I saw it in Heart Summer. Especially, the you, especially the way Heart you, Summer. You kept your belief, and I was actually impressed. Well, there's a lot of mind. There's a lot of mind-altering things in Heart Summer. You, you literally put the law of attraction into practice, and and it worked perfectly. So. Yeah, at Heart Summer. Uh, I think just one of the biggest things I noticed is that I wanted to, uh, I wanted that mindset shift, you know? Especially I wanted to, ooh, it, right? God damn, oh, she's cute, that, Jesus no. Christ, holy fuck. Um, no, I just wanted that mindset shift, mindset shift. I wanted to be able to consciously decide like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, this is how I'm gonna do it, and that's exactly what I did. And, you know, obviously, you know, most of the time there for the, the music and the women, and, you know, I found success in, in both of those areas in terms of I got to go see, you know, some of my favorite artists and I got to enjoy them at the same time with, you know, just different girls and different women. I, you know, it was literally one of the best weekends of my entire life. But when I was there at a deeper level, there was just a mindset shift. I just knew that at some point, at some point, point during that and I don't remember it was probably day one when you know it was me you Onya and Marvin and we were all just kind of walking through the crowd uh, no I know at that point I just realized like I just needed to change I need to evolve as a human being you know yeah and for some reason, dude, I came back from hard summer and I've, I've felt like a very different person. I was telling Marvin and I talked this morning, I was telling him this, like, I just believe that when I came away from hard summer that I, my mind shifted drastically uh, yeah, in the I, best of ways. I can't really tell because I just arrived, so I yeah. saw the new Jeff. 
I haven't met the old Jeff like before. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of remember him from college, but at the same time, like during college, like what were we doing, man? Every night, we I mean, we're basically doing the same thing we did. It's just we're just changing slightly as people. We're reading all the time. We're meditating. We're fucking. We're on our path. We're on our mission. We're trying to get shit done. We're trying to make money. We're trying to spend money. You know. <laughs> for ourselves I'm trying to experience as much as life can offer but there is so much just there's a there's just a little block there's a little blockage getting in the way and at heart summer I wanted to remove all of that blockage from myself because your biggest enemy you've got to know that the, the, the biggest enemy that you see is the guy that you look in the mirror every morning oh yeah that's him right there that's your biggest enemy and you just gotta the be like ego the image yeah, but it's also it's also deeper than that, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. and yeah. especially in, in law of attraction, it says that you are what you think you are. Last night I go into Peppermint Club, right? And to be honest, for half a second, just because I, I, you know, I'm very new to LA, I don't really understand the whole, you know, you got to bring girls out so you can get in these clubs, right? This whole like fucked up ratio, and then, you, and then there's like six guys in the club to like a hundred girls. It's a very weird concept, but. Even at some point, even when I got in, at some point, because I didn't bring any girls, for some reason, I just felt like I didn't deserve to be there. And it was weird, especially this whole L.A. table game, dude. Yeah. In terms of, like, just, it just, it was freaky, man. I, like, I, and I wrote it down in my, my notes this morning. I took notes. Um, you know I take notes, but for the people that don't know, I, I just try to take notes after I go out at the night, try to see what I learned, try to remember different things. This is actually kind of a cool area right here. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Oh, what the holy what fuck. <laughs> I think that was a coyote, dude. That thing just fucking came out of nowhere. Holy tits. Uh, alrighty. Damn, dude, what the fuck? This is insane. Uh, well, that really fucked me up. That fucked my thought process up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, it, but yeah, we're talking about the the enemy. Yeah, the enemy is the that guy in the fucking mirror, you know. It's really the ego. I could talk the enemy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, whatever you want to label it as, the ego, yeah. yourself, your mind, your mindset. Yeah. At some point, you just gotta realize that that you are holding yourself back. And at hard summer, I had to let that go. I had to let go of a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, and I felt freer than I ever have in my entire life and since that point all I'm doing one of my main values is Tony Robbins will talk so about so wait in hard summer when you when you when you left us yeah how long did you stay like how long did you stay alone until you met Rachel so there was there was day one and day yeah. one uh, day one to be honest I, I just kind of wanted to go do my own thing Right. Yeah. So we were having fun, okay. and then at some point, I found I I saw the cute girl, and I had to go talk to her. So I go so talk. Wait, to you me. saw her while you were with us. I saw her while with you. While I was with you guys. Uh, but I took a, I I distanced myself. You guys were doing your own little thing. I was like, honestly, this girl's super cute. I want to go talk to her. Go talk to her. She ends up being fucking amazing. So that was awesome. At the same time. Uh, we spent like the next like two or three hours together, right? Just going around, walking around, going to different venues, going, going to different sets, uh, seeing different artists play. And then we go to Migos. And I was like, at this point, I wanted to go find my friends again. But what ended up happening was, so I kissed her, uh, goodnight. I told her that we tried to sneak her into the campground. 
Uh, obviously, that didn't end up happening. Was she down for that? Yeah, no, she was down. She had her own Airbnb. So I could have I could have snuck out and gone there, but I had no way of getting back. Um, I guess I could have snuck back in, but um, you know it, it wasn't really worth it. I'd rather yeah. camp with my friends, and you know I ended up meeting some other two girls that night anyway. So um, it wasn't you know the the juice wasn't worth the squeeze on that yeah. one. You know I just didn't want to fucking get kicked out and not be able to enjoy the rest of hard summer. But anyway, so I ended up leaving, and I think. I think maybe two hours passed. And the first hour I was alone and it really scared me because I was basically just trying to find you guys. I literally like searched all of, I mean, and, and when you're in a fucking, when there's 70,000 people, you're trying to move in and out of crowds. Like, to be honest, it really was giving me major anxiety. And at some point I just kind of threw my phone on the ground. I just remember getting really angry. I threw my phone on the guy and said, fuck it, man. No friends, no girl, like, I'm just going to start talking to people. And to be honest, yes, but no. Like, that was my, that was what I was thinking, but what ended up happening is, to be honest, I went back to the campground, yeah. and I figured that, uh, that you guys would be there, and I was wrong. <laughs> Although, what happened was, I kept... I came back from the campground, and the first person I see out of the campground is Onye. So I see Onye, and Onye says that you guys had just went back into the campground. Oh. So we literally just missed each other. Yeah. I was so blinded, right? But the answer was right in front of me, and I just missed it. I just I probably passed you guys, to be honest, because yeah. it was a one-way uh, venture, one-way little pathway. Uh, so we probably just missed each other. What do I got? Alright. So we probably just missed each other, but what uh what uh Right. It's a stop sign bro. Uh I'm pretty sure it's this way. No, it's right, right. Oh it's straight. Uh, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Uh wait, have you ever been here to Dale's house? I've never been. Have you been here? No. Uh, it's kinda cool we know where he lives now. It looks just like Grand Theft Auto. This way? Left, left. This is fucking New York. Just like Grand Theft Auto. Is that a school? No, it's just a construction of a house. Like it's a super like rich area too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our super car wealthy. is the cheapest in like our a car. Range of, no, you are a car. My car. The Bro, car that we are in. I'm yeah, saying. you don't own shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least I own a piece of shit, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, no, as I was saying, so then, you know, fucking, I got to see Onye. We took me and Onye and I fucking had a little heart-to-heart. And then you guys came, and then that night just fucking skyrocketed. And then I just had the biggest fucking mindset shift that I knew that I had removed a lot of demons within me. And I got tested the second night. Yeah. I got tested the second night, too, you know? There's that, that incident. There's that incident where Rachel goes to the bathroom and yeah. just didn't come back and I thought she'd ditch me right yeah. well to be honest I was more concerned for her safety I thought something had happened to her but what what happened to her what ended up happening is so she goes to the we, had, we were at a set we were at um, I think Jai Wolf had just ended and so so it was just after so it was just after Jai Wolf and I end up we end up going to the bathroom so I go to the bathroom she goes to the bathroom and I wait like five minutes and then nothing and then 10 minutes goes by I'm like oh fuck what, what's going on you know maybe she's taking a shit or something 
Yeah. 15 minutes goes by, I'm like, all right, now I'm worried. I send a girl into the bathroom to go look for her, right? And they can't find her. I'm like, fuck, man. So I end up passing out in the bathroom, throwing up everywhere, like, um, which was, Why did she take, Molly? I don't know, man. I don't know what, but what happened. Was she feeling like, was she okay? Like, I honestly think she was just sick. So what happens is she texts me, she just goes, hey, like, I'm at the medical tent. I'm like, oh my God, like, I, I looked for you. I waited for you for, like, literally, like, uh, right, right. 40, I don't know. I think I was probably waiting for, like, maybe 45 minutes or something. I had no idea what to do. But after 45 minutes, I realized one of two things. I go, one, it's if, the end of the street. if, uh, where the, f- it's right in the end of the street. Um, I know what the street's like. Yeah, just park somewhere. I'll park here. Uh, well, I don't think you can really park in the street, bro. Anyway, I realized. Yeah. Oh, I guess you can't hear. We'll, we'll just yeah. let's just do it. It's here. right there. Uh, well, I realized one of two things, and the number one thing I realized was um, if she ditched me, right? Hypothetically speaking, if she ditched me, then I should just go I should just go start talking to other girls and go find my friends and yeah. you know start the whole process over again and go have fun and go just immerse myself in why I went to Heart Summer in the first place yeah the second option was you know obviously what ended up happening was she went to the medical tent and at that point it's out of my control because I don't know there's nothing more I can do except I don't know rip open every stall door to see if she's there freak out everyone at the event and then make the scenario even worse than it is she should just deal with it on, on her own, you know? Because at, the, at that point, it's out of my control. So I still did what I did, which is either either case scenario, I, A, just go go have fun by myself. Yeah. All right, if, my, if I manage to find my friends, because there's no service, you know, there's just a fucking terrible service, then we do that. Um, I think I should fix my parking, but one second. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's this two options. I got tested again. That was a moment yeah. where I got fucking tested. And I knew that the best way to overcome that shit was to just change my mind. I had to realize the, the logical way and I had to man up and be like, fuck, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go talk to other girls then. Yeah. Because either scenario allows me that I can't do anything about it. So I'm just going to go meet other girls. And to be honest, I met some amazing fucking girls that I'm still texting today. So, yeah. and then it, luckily, it, oh, um, yeah, no. look, and then luckily it ends up that, you know, Rachel was okay. She was at the medical tent and then, you know, we, we went to go see her later and check up on her and, you know, everything worked out. But, yeah. uh, let me fix my parking real quick. I don't yeah. really know if I'm, if I'm good. So I'm just going to pull up, uh, here. Um, all right. It's been a fun podcast. Uh, Thanks for it's, uh, This is 23 minutes, to be honest. I think we're going to do it for... Um, I want to do it for a couple hours later. Yeah. Um, just the next time, I think we're going to build. I want it to do it to an hour. And then, to be honest, I'd rather it be like a two or three hour conversation. And we just really dig into life and dig into other things. But for so far, 23 minutes, this is good. Um, thanks, folks. Uh, until then.